Bucks fans. How's everyone doing? Casey Phillips here with senior writer and editor Scott Smith. It is time for another Buccaneers Insider Live presented by Miller Lite. And I know you probably have tons of comments, thoughts, questions, all those things. We did the show yesterday and I know I did not get to nearly all of them, but we're doing it again today and again tomorrow. And then we'll also do it next week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So there's plenty of time for you guys to get all of your thoughts, comments, and questions into us. So if you're not already watching on Facebook, head on over there and underneath our live video is where you can leave those. While we give people a chance to start uh, submitting some of those. I know there was an injury report that came out yesterday, and that's where I'm sure a lot of the questions are going to be about is the injuries, uh, but it's not quite a normal injury report. So uh, fill us in a little bit on what was the difference in it and what we could learn from it. Yeah, the whole thing's a little bit strange because you do an injury report this week as if you have a game on Sunday, uh, even though we don't. Uh, I mean, it's nice to get the information, to be honest with you, but even on Friday, when we get to Friday, the both teams are going to put out a report as if there really was a game on Sunday, complete with game status designation. So if you had a guy this Friday that you didn't think could play this Sunday, you'll rule him as out or maybe doubtful or questionable. And there probably will be a few of those on our injury report. So it's important for fans to realize not to panic with what they see on Friday, because that re that refers to this Sunday. Next week, we'll get a whole new injury report, and that Friday, we'll get the real designations for the Super Bowl. So I would expect you might see a couple outs or doubtfuls. There were five guys that were not practicing, uh, or actually the Bucks didn't even practice Wednesday, but neither did the Chiefs, but they had to put out an injury report based on estimations of what they would have done in practice. So five guys the Bucks would have held out, including both safeties, Antoine Winfield and Jordan Whitehead, and Antonio Brown. Uh, Jason Pierre-Apollo has pretty much been held out of practice for weeks now, but is still getting it done on game days. And then the, the one that popped up that was a little bit of something to keep an eye on is Levante David, who apparently has a hamstring ailment, and he would not have practiced yesterday if the Bucs had practiced. So I'm glad we have this extra week. Yes, I think that is a very safe statement. I'm like, nope, that's not allowed. We're not, <laughs> not okay, not acceptable. We're gonna have to fix that. Um, right. And speaking of the injuries, I guess uh, Quamaine, I think is how you say it, wanted to know, would you guess that AB will be able to play in the next game? I'm really, I, I'm really always leery of making these guesses on injured guys, partly because I feel like I have a really bad track record on it. So um I would think so on all those guys, on, on Jordan Whitehead, on Anton Winfield, and on Antonio Brown. We talked about this a little bit yesterday, I think. The fact that they were calling Antonio Brown a game day decision all last week before deciding not to take him on the trip because they didn't think he was close enough and his, his knee might swell on the plane flight. So if, if, they, if they were thinking it was a possibility last week, it certainly logically seems to me like it would be a much better possibility two weeks later. So we'll have to wait and see, but I would be cautiously optimistic. Yes, I think that's a good way of hedging your bets on that. That's a, that's a good answer for sure. Um, and we had a few questions about the uniforms we'll be wearing of what they are and why that choice got made or how that choice got made. So uh, the Bucks did announce that yesterday. Yeah, white jerseys and pewter pants. And and maybe I, I know we went red in the Super Bowl last time. And because the Bucks are technically the home team, it's the NFC's year, they get to choose first. And then the, the other team has to basically wear the opposite. Um, I think they're just doing it because it's been going well in that in that combination. I, th I don't think we've lost in that combination this year. So it's a little bit of a superstitious thing, it seems like. But, uh, you know, I like it. It's a good look. Yeah, it seemed like a lot of people were being uh, superstitious based on what they wore in the other Super Bowl. Yeah, I could see that. But that is a different team. And when they've been <laughs> winning in these jerseys, yeah. I think that that Maybe is Tom Brady likes throwing the white jerseys. I don't know. Yes, that is, that is also true. Um, we also had a question about uh, if the practices are going to be different 
than normal right now of, are they going harder? Cause you have two weeks out. Or are you going less because it's already, you want to just keep everybody healthy. What, what do practices look like these weeks compared to normal? Well, we'll start finding out today. The first one starts in about an hour. Um, I would guess though, that they would be a little bit light this week. There's just no reason to, to push these guys real hard. And honestly, that's not even necessarily a Super Bowl thing. That's a late in the season kind of thing. As you, you see every year, and it really doesn't matter if a team's in contention or not. Later in the season, you see a lot more walkthroughs um, just because the guys are beat up and they're, you know, their bodies are tired, fatigued, you know? So it makes sense not to run them too hard. Uh, I would suspect it won't be real strenuous practices this week. Okay. Um, and we had uh, Daniel ask, is Rojo's injury still lingering at all or is he completely healthy? I would have to say it's not lingering because he is not on the injury report. Um, so. Yes, I would agree with that. And I think some people were asking because of the fact his carries have not been quite as high recently, but, um, you know, and I think maybe the injury could have been something there still, but it seems like also it's just the way Fournette's been playing. Well, and he still got 10 carries in that Green Bay game, which really was, I don't remember Leonard's exact total, but it wasn't that much lower than Leonard's. Um, it just happened to be, you know, Leonard was a little more effective, I think. But there in the second, there was a couple drives in a row in the second half where it was all Ronald Jones. And uh, I, I don't think that, I don't think that Leonard has playoff Lenny has played really well, but I don't think he has minimized Ronald Jones. I think you'll see plenty of Ronald in the Super Bowl. I agree with that. Um, Richard asked, do you think the Bucks would add another safety just in case Winfield and or Whitehead would not be ready? And is there still depth behind Mike Edwards and Andrew Adams? Well, there there is when you bring up Javon Hagan from the practice squad. That's where we were in the last game. Uh, once with with Mike, or I mean, with Antoine Winfield out, they promoted Javon or uh, elevated Javon Hagan from the practice squad. And then when they decided not to play Winfield, they kept Hagan active. And then when Ed, or not Edwards, but when Whitehead got hurt and Andrew Adams came in and it was Adams and Edwards, your one backup safety there was uh, Javon Hagan, the rookie that's been with us all year. Honestly, we don't know much about him. He, he has played on special teams a few times, but has not played on defense as of yet. Uh, but, you know, we've seen how they've made that work with Herb Miller a couple times when the cornerbacks got a little bit thin. So I don't think you'd add somebody at this late of a date, maybe put somebody on the practice squad to add a second one. If you're feeling concerned about both of those guys, it's possible. But um, but no, I would guess not. OK. And Frank said, what do you think that we do in this game to get a winning result based on the last time playing KC? Well, the, the problems we had in, with KC the first time were really, really slow starts on both sides of the ball. Obviously, one thing that has to be different is we have to figure out a way to contain Tyreek Hill a lot better. I think he had a record number of yards in the first quarter, if I remember correctly, ended up with something like 269 yards in that game. You can't do that. I mean, I'm not saying that's easy. I'm not saying just because you say you're going to do it, you can do it. But it's kind of like in Green Bay. We When we went to Green Bay, and they had been doing very, very well. I know we beat them the first time, but that was a, lot, a long time ago. And we said what we needed to do was get pressure on, on Aaron Rodgers. Now, you don't know for sure you're going to be able to do it, but they were able to do it, and that made the difference in my estimation. This time, you know, I'm not saying it's easy, but you got to contain Tyreek Hill a little bit better. Otherwise, the offense after that slow start was, wasn't too bad. And I do think there are opportunities for the Bucks offense against that Chiefs defense. So mainly, I think it's starting faster and keeping Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey in a little bit better check than last time. And speaking of that, the next question was, do you, uh, from Bruce, do you think we need to double Hill or Kelsey or how do you, how do you see them trying to contain them more? Yeah. I mean, safety help for, for Hill would make a lot of sense because 
you can't just have your corners play 10 yards off a hill because they're worried about the deep ball because he catches a lot of underneath stuff and then it's just like a water bug all over the field. He's, a, he's essentially the fastest player in the NFL. So, um, yeah, safety help for him does make a lot of sense. Uh, it does also help to, to double Travis Kelsey, but it's hard to do that with both of them. And I know um, we, just, we don't want to play – double high safety the whole game. So uh, what I would say is trust in Todd Bowles to come up with a good plan and, and to mix it up as the game goes along. So they won't be doubled all the time, but sometimes they will. And we had several people asking about if they will be able to fire the cannons in the game or not. No. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they use them at all or how, because I mean, again, they, they cannot make it seem like an actual home Bucks game that, right. that we are not the ones doing the in-game production. It is a league thing. It is a neutral uh, situation. So, but it's like, that's such an iconic thing of the stadium. And I've, I have often wondered if the Bucks weren't in the game at all, would they have maybe fired them some more just because it is such a, um, iconic part of the stadium. So I'll be interested to see if they decide to use it maybe in pregame somehow, or if they're just going to be like, nope, we maybe can't. Once the game's over, you know, you fire off the cannons for whoever won. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, uh, yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see what they decide to do there. Um, we also had a question about, uh, our offensive line and how confident you feel in them, especially with uh, what we've seen with Aaron Stinney the last couple of games. Yeah. I don't know how you cannot be confident in our line right now since, since the bye week really, they've been playing at a very, very high level. Um, I know that Aaron Stinney, we lost Alex Kappa and had to have a replacement in there, but he, he, you know, from what all his teammates and coaches are saying, he's playing very, very well there. So you've been able to make that change without a drop off. And, you know, the, the protection for Tom Brady has been outstanding. There was one, missed blitz pickup in the last game. Otherwise he had time to sit back there and do pretty much whatever he wanted. Um, and that's been the case for most of the games recently. So and the, the running game is doing better right now than it has for most of the season. So those are basically the two things you, you usually judge an offensive line on. I think they've been doing fantastic. Uh, Scott had asked, do we know if Mahomes is still struggling with turf toe? Well, he was a full or they didn't practice yesterday, but he was listed on the injury report as a full participant. So they weren't they weren't going to limit him. And I assume they won't limit him when they do practice today. So, no, I don't think that's a problem. I mean, I'm not going to say unfortunately, because we don't want anybody to get hurt. But um, it's good news for the Chiefs is a good way to put it. Yes, I think that is very fair. All right, well, that's going to do it for us on this edition of Buccaneers Insider Live presented by Miller Lite. Thanks for all those awesome questions as always. And we will be back here tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. for any of the ones I didn't get to. So we'll see you then. We'll <laughs>